Merry Christmas! It is that time of year, and joy to the world. I'm so excited. Uh, can you tell? Can you tell? It's my favorite time of year. I love Christmas. I love everything about Christmas. It's Christmas for me every day. I love the little twinkle lights. My favorite Christmas movie is National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, and I watch it, I don't even know how many times, but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love it. Did I say I love it? She loves it. <laughs> and my highly esteemed guest is none other than a podcast, radio, talk show junkie. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> uh, Sharon Demers. Yes. Hi. hi. Nice to be here today. It's good to have you on this side. You've been on the show before, but mm-hmm. it's good having you on this side because yeah. normally I'm getting a phone call, you know, almost like um, the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, vacation. you know, like. Clark, the the little lights aren't twinkling. Every now and then I'll get a phone call. Hey, Pastor Jay, that's not your show. Nope. Because <laughs> you, li- you listen to it I on Sunday morning. I listen to talk, road, talk radio all the time. My uh, my father was a politician, so, ah. so we listened to AM talk radio at home. Mm-hmm. And then one of my first big jobs was a, as a corporate job working for McDonald's restaurants. I had a station wagon to drive around to the different restaurants, and it only had an AM radio. Oh. Okay. So for 22 years, I listened to talk radio in Philadelphia. Wow. Okay. So, so I guess so, that's a so, habit. So I'm, yeah, I'm stuck on it. You're stuck on it. I couldn't even tell you what the music channels are other than what WNCF here advertises. 99 something or other. 99.5 maybe. <laughs> 94.9 FM is what WNCF. What the, but what but the, their music station. Oh, I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, I think I only listen country's to, 99.5. Yeah, Flagler Broadcasting yeah. has several other stations mm-hmm. and I only listen to WNZF, honestly. So. Yeah, me too. You too? Good. Yeah. And I know yeah. her favorite show is Today with Pastor Jay, of yes, course. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, talk about your dad being a politician. You're quite a little politician yourself. You are the state committee woman for the Republican Party of Flagler County. Yes, I am. And, uh, well, I definitely don't have the, the responsibility that he had in the in the state legislature in, Pen- mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. But my job is, is to connect the voters to their elected officials and then also to bring the information about the party down to the local Republicans. Mm. So um, you never know what I'll be working on. You never know. You never know. I get the strangest calls. They could be as little as my swale doesn't drain. What do I do? Huff, huff, huff. Mm-hmm. To um, my grand, I just had to pick up my granddaughter who has fled a domestic violence situation. And she has four children and they have no clothes. Can you mm. help me? Mm. Wow. So there's always something going on. Also, I've been called to help get someone home from a foreign country. Oh, wow. Right before, uh, right when COVID was breaking out Mm -hmm. and they didn't know how to get their parent home. And I had the connections within the Republican Party and within the Senate Mm -hmm. to get them connected to the right person to get their father home because he had been home in nine years so he didn't have a plane ticket he didn't know where his passport was but we figured out what he needed to do one of the things i learned about you is that you're resourceful no matter what you know you don't need a title you don't need a position you don't need anything you're always willing to help someone you do volunteer um with your local church yes i do Um, you do a lot of community service work you're always doing something with your own ministries um just recently uh last well last year in january you went to survivor speak and you spoke in the rotunda on behalf of survivors how was that experience for you? that was that was really unique for me because i've spoken in front of my political groups before but this was a whole different crowd like Mm -hmm. i 
I only knew about three people out of 300 in, mm-hmm. in the Rotundra. And it was um, touchy subjects. It was about being a survivor of crime. And so it's not always easy to talk about those mm-hmm. things. That's true. Um, and I was just uh, in awe of how everyone really listened. There, were no, there was no side chat going on in the back. And it was just so quiet. Um, and I felt that my message was, was accepted and heard. And I, I felt that it gave people hope. Well, speaking of hope and you just doing something all the time, um, just recently someone reached out to you from another state. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Cause it, you know, today's segment is about anybody, everyone can do something. And this is something that just an ordinary citizen could have done. Um, mm-hmm. and you did it. Yeah. So, um, I have a sister who lives in Brigantine, New Jersey, and one of her uh, acquaintances there is a pen pal to a woman that is incarcerated in the Lowell Women's Prison in Ocala. Okay. So, right? and oh, like, pen pal. Pen pal. So he felt he's been writing to her for 10 years. Really? And she's been incarcerated for 20, I think. She's uh, committed some kind of federal crime. Mm-hmm. And he just felt that um, some point in his life he's in his 70s that he needed to give back to the community and and he heard about these women in prison and how you know once they're in there their families forget about them nobody they have no contact so he thought it would be a good thing to write to them so he he writes to this woman and and she says that they that there's this affliction going on in the prison where women have open sores that are itchy and um it's that more and more women are coming down with this Affliction, whether it's chicken pox, uh, shingles, scur- you don't know scurvy. Um, it could have been ringworm, could have been ringworm, invitago, right? Any kind of thing. So, and they they would go to the infirmary. They have to wait about four weeks for an appointment with oh the infirmary. Goodness. I know, and they would just give them a Tylenol, and then they'd have to go back three more times before they would even consider giving them a diagnosis. Now, we're talking about a, a women's prison. A women's prison. And people have these sores and... Open sores. Open sores. Wow. Open sores. So it it could have been... It could be a huge scandal and an epidemic mm-hmm. if these women don't get treated. So he he asked... My sister told him that I had some political connections in Florida. And he's familiar with Palm Coast because mm-hmm. he went to FAA training when they used to have that on Palm Coast Parkway. Who Small knew? world. Small Who world. Who knew? So he 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 calls me and he explains this to me and I tell him I need some more information. I need the names of the women that have this problem because I can't just go, you know, run, running through the halls saying fire, fire when I don't have more facts. Mm. So once he gets me some more information, I write three letters. One, two. So how long was the communication from the time that he contacted you or your sister, whatever, did he have the information readily available or was he waiting on another letter to come through? I mean, how does this work? Yeah, he he had to um he had to wait another week mm-hmm. before he could he- hear from this inmate. Apparently they can make phone calls. Okay. You know, that when they get telephone time. Right. And um so he had to wait to talk to her and then she, and and then he writes to her, you know, once a week she writes back, he writes back and forth. Mm-hmm. So, once he got the names so it was about two weeks for me to get the names. Oh, wow. After that, I got the names, I sent the letters to three of our state representatives. and Now, any citizen could have done this. 
Anyone, right? Anyone, anyone could. Anyone and that, could that's have what's done this. so important. Um, you you knew that you could do it, and I today we're here right. sharing with everyone else. Hey, this is something that you can do too to make a difference. Right. So you wrote a letter. So I wrote a letter, sent it to three state representatives. The only one that contacted me back was our honorable Paul Renner, the Speaker of the House. Okay. Um, his which we love. I love Paul Renner. Right. So. Thank you, and, and 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 he. We know that he loves the Lord, and he he's a, he's all about fairness in criminal justice. He is. He actually passed one of the most um, comprehensive prison reform bills back in 2019. Right, and um, he, mm-hmm. and, and I. Um, so his assistant called me, and told me that they were going to look into it and forward the information to, uh, I guess, the prison board or whoever's. But you wrote three letters. I wrote three. You're going to tell us who else you wrote the other two no, letters to? No, I'd rather not throw anybody oh, okay. under the bus. I could tell you who it was. <laughs> I could guess. No. But go ahead. But so, um, and I also followed up with um, not only a, a paper letter, but an email letter. Gotcha. So the email letter goes into their legislative email box. Mm-hmm. And um, that was in case, you know, this was totally ignored and I couldn't get any results. Gotcha. Because these women deserved more than a Tylenol. Um, and, and we don't want to, and we definitely don't want this to be an epidemic and to have a scandal. Mm-hmm. So how many women are we talking about right eight, now? Eight. I had the eight names women. of eight you women. You had the eight, names of eight women and they've had these sores and these afflictions. For, and, do you know how long? Yeah. Oh, like three or four months. Wow. Right. And were they spreading? And Yeah. Like it was going up your arm or your foot, wherever it started, it was all over. You couldn't like barely put a sock on and, and, and keep your shoes on. Mm. They hurt so bad. Mm. Well, walk. we're going to continue this story in a minute. We've got to take a break. Don't go anywhere, guys. Don't touch your dial. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. NMLS number 228111, CHL NMLS number 156.22. Hi, this is Steve Verrier, your proven local source for residential home financing needs. We can often say yes when others say no. So if you're having trouble, please let us take a look. You can find me online at thefloridamortgagecenter.com or call direct at 386-866-1112. We're proud to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. My name is Leslie Jiscom and I am with the African American Entrepreneurs Association. And we are delighted to be a sponsor of Today with Pastor Jay. We have a free nationwide business directory listing. You can pick that up on aaeaassociation.org. Our 800 number is 1-800-671-1397. Welcome back. Welcome back. You listen to Today with Pastor Jay and my highly esteemed guest is Sharon Demers today. And she's just telling a story about um, her interaction with just ordinary person mm-hmm. seeing something, you know, through pen pal and yeah, you so, decided to do something. So you wrote three legislative one answered, which was the honorable answer. Paul Renner. Yes. Uh, we're going to really miss him when he turns out. Yeah. He turns out this year. We're going to yeah, miss him. But we've got a good replacement coming in. I yeah, think. we do. We do. So before you get into that, I want to just add, that there are nearly 2 million people that are incarcerated, warehoused in cramped spaces that lack fresh air, healthy food, natural light, proper health care, right? Mm-hmm. You know, connection to loved ones. And prisons run with little to no public oversight, which oftentimes lead to abuse. That's so, true. So when you got this letter, what were you thinking at this point? You know, you, you wrote... You, you know, so... I can be a little um, rough around the edges thinking no. that 
that these that these women, you know what they, you know, it's not supposed to be the Ritz there. Okay, um, you know, they're in prison. They did something in wrong. Prison. They did something. But then I thought, well, it should be as good as a like a college dorm, maybe. You know, nah, or, I don't know, you know about that. <laughs> where they have, where they have bunk <laughs> they, beds, mm-hmm. you know, a couple, you know, but they should at least have adequate health care and, and clean a clean environment. Correct. So, um, I, all of a sudden, um, the, the the pen pal her, her name is Amory, mm-hmm. um, and so she writes to her pen pal and she says, "Oh my goodness, I don't know who you know, but at, so these people are hopping and jumping." The first thing that happened is the. The hosp- the prisons are covered by outside providers. They're not prison staff. It's not gotcha. like the prison doctor. Mm-hmm. It's it's an outside company. So the outside provider changed. Wow. So, so therefore, they got faster appointments. Now, did you send the letter that you received or you just, what did you say in your letter? What did I, I wrote that these conditions were unacceptable mm-hmm. and that these women deserved, you know, uh, good health care and that we didn't want to have an epidemic in our prison system. That is true. Because it wouldn't only affect the prisons, it would affect, affect the, the guards, guards and the mm-hmm. guards family and, mm-hmm. you know, true. the delivery people, you know, that come in through, mm-hmm. the, through, through the prison. So it could, could affect a lot of people. And it's right in Ocala. It's not like it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big enough town, you know, but it's not sprawling like, you know, right. it's not like in the middle of Miami or Jacksonville, Jacksonville or something like that. Right. So within um, a week of Paul Renner's interaction with the prison system, these women had appointments. Wow. And the eight women were quarantined immediately. So the exact names, the, the woman that Amory, she saw the list of names mm-hmm. and they were the exact names that she gave me to um, intervene for. And they were all quarantined. And apparently some of them were a different level of um, incarceration. Right. You know, some were in dormitory, some were in, um, uh, you know, private cells. Right. But they were all, you know, in for different reasons. They could have been for mm-hmm. murder or hers was financial fraud. Right. So I, so right away. Now, I haven't heard, gotten a follow-up yet. It's been about two weeks to get a follow-up to see if they're feeling better or not. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that um, if you haven't, if you have any access or if, if you just think about what you've read in the paper, maybe something will come to mind. And that's what happens to me when people tell me they have a problem. I think, you know, I think I heard on the radio, WNZF to be exact, (laughs) that, that there's a resource in in town for your problem, whether it be getting the light bill paid for, picking Mm -hmm. up groceries, clothes for Mm -hmm. children that were just, you know, left, you know, left on the side of the street, whatever it may be, there's a resource out there. And especially in our Flagler County community, it's Mm -hmm. so giving. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be willing to, you know, stretch yourself a little bit and, and get to the right people. You know, I want to thank you for what you have done because most would have been like, eh, you know, hey, you know, they're incarcerated. And unfortunately, incarcerated people endure humiliation, mm-hmm. you know, inhumane conditions. Um, and it shouldn't be that way. Well, the, it is on the uh, legislative agenda to look at. Um, Even what, abusive interactions they've had yes, to go through. Yes, this prison it's actually has a, uh, a history of sexual abuse by the guards mm. in 2022. There was an investigation and they found that uh, this was going on. 
but also there's it was built in like 1958. So guess what? What? No air conditioning. No air conditioning. Right. They have some chiller systems or fans, mm-hmm. but they don't have sen- It's not like central air. Well, come on. You know, air conditioning is a luxury. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not in Florida. And well, because also um, without the air conditioning, mold grows. So that makes it another bad environment. Especially if you have open sores. Open and sores issues and, and you got mold. Like and then, you know, the wet environment. It's just mm-hmm. not a good situation. So um, there, it is on the plan. It's a legislative agenda to invest money into these prisons or to build new ones. Um, it's not that we need so much more space, but we need um, better, better housing situations. Mm. You know, oftentimes those that are in prison, their their interaction with others and with some of the staff leads to trauma and abuse. And the unfortunate part of that is that it can harm people's efforts. Um, to enter back into society, right? They'll fear that they're behind. Oh, the, yeah. behind the eight ball as soon as they walk out the door, that they're not going to have a chance to get ahead. You know, they may have committed a crime, and then they go to prison, and then crimes are committed against them. It's such an unfortunate act, especially this time of year around Christmas. Can you imagine? Uh, no, I can't imagine. I don't no. want anyone to imagine. But being away from loved ones, um, you've committed a crime. You're paying your debt to society, right? Right. You're paying your debt to society. There shouldn't be an extra debt of abuse, lack of health care, mm-hmm. and just basic human need. I and mean, we treat prisoners of war better than that. Absolutely. Yeah. They t- they have health care in Gitmo. I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure they do. You know. So here it is. Um, you wrote a letter. You got an answer. Now, have you had an opportunity to speak with Representative Renner and tell him all the great things yet? Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't talked to him. But, oh, wow. But, but I will. I'll send him a special card. That is to really make sure that he that he that he knows how much it's appreciated. So how did it make you feel to know uh, that a letter made such a significant difference? Well, I felt I felt really great. And I was just at the point where I, I'm like, OK, it's two weeks. I've got to follow up on this, you know, mm-hmm. because you. It's okay if you just send a letter, but if you don't follow up sometimes, right. you know, the squeaky wheel gets oiled. Mm-hmm. So it was on my tickler file in my mind to, to follow up with uh, Representative Renner's office to see, you know, what progress has been made. Uh, being the daughter of a state rep, I know his office answered every single letter, every single phone call, and there was always follow up. And it was always put in the calendar, like mm-hmm. a month away. Mm-hmm. You put it in the calendar back in the day of paper calendars. You'd put it in the calendar to follow up on that person and their request, whatever it may have been. Well, I'm going to tell you, every time I've ever reached out to um, Representative Renner's office, um, Speaker Renner's office, he's always returned a phone call. If And I want to encourage people to do that. Um, know who your legislators are. Yes, know, know who they are. Know who they are on a local level, on a state level. I mean... When I reach out to any of the mayors, they've always returned mm-hmm. my phone call. Um, it doesn't matter who it is. Even the clerk of court. I called the clerk of court yesterday, and he answered the phone. Um, Tom Bexley. So just get to know those that are in your community because that's what they're – they're here to serve us, right? Yes, yes. They are here to serve us. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people go, no, that's not my thing. But it is everyone's thing. It's not just your thing. And I want to thank you for doing that. We've got to take a break, guys. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch your dial. You're listening to Today with Pastor Jay. Hi, folks. My name is Manesh Bakshi. Are you somebody who is 
embarrassed, frustrated about what your debt situation is, feeling like there is no light at the end of the tunnel for your money, I want to be the person to guide you so you don't have to think about money again. My number is 248-866-0063. Look forward to talking to you. 248-866-0063. Immediately following Today with Pastor Jay at 8.30 a.m., you'll go from hearing me on a talk show to hearing me in my church service. Join me, Gerilyn Ministries Reverse Church, by dialing in 904-701-7177. Listen, you don't have to get up to go to church now. You can just call in 904-701-7177. Dial in and listen to the Word of God today. I want to give a thank you and a shout out to Steve Arrier, the FloridaMortgageCenter.com and Church on a Rock. Thank you so very much for sponsoring today. And it's Christmas Eve. And you, you know what I'm doing unique this year? What? Because every year, you know, my children, they're rotten, they're spoiled. Of course, we do the matching pajamas and we do, uh, we have brunch or something. But this year they wanted me to do a throwback. Throwback? Throw, yeah, they throwback call it the, Christmas? Th- yeah, throwback meals, food. Oh. So all the foods that they enjoyed when they were growing up. How okay. cool is that? That's cool. That is cool. So they have unique names. I had no idea. There's a thing called zoo chicken. Zoo chicken. Yes. What is so zoo when chicken? So when my kids were young, I would pack food and take them to the zoo. And oh. I would fry chicken and wrap it in paper towels and put it in the containers and stuff. And so they were telling me these stories. They remember when they were we were at the zoo. Peeling the paper towels off, off the, the chicken. chicken, it went stick. <laughs> so they call it zoo chicken. zoo chicken. So that's one of the things that's on the menu for today. And so we're doing that and enjoying Christmas carols. We sing Christmas carols and everybody gets a part or something. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Get to have all my children around me this right. year. Yep. Yep. Well, our family, the um, the favorite meal is of anybody's for always for their birthday is always lasagna. Ah. Uh, but however, you know, that's a little heavy. That's heavy. <laughs> so uh, my favorite thing for Christmas Eve is lobster bisque. Nice. So I've got everything I need to make it. Okay. So I've got an interesting meal of some favorites from my children to mm-hmm. include zoo chicken. Zoo chicken. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is zoo chicken? In fact, they have a group text. My children do have a group text where they talk about different things. Apparently today I was talking to my oldest daughter. She said, oh, yeah, Michaela. Child number three, she said, zoo chicken on the menu, I'm coming. Okay, that's (laughs) her favorite. That's her favorite, I Mm -hmm. guess. But there's other things. I think I'm going to make shrimp and grits and some, Mm -hmm. I know it's going to be a hodgepodge. I have a shrimp dip too. Yeah, it's going to be a hodgepodge of things that don't mean anything. And that don't go together. (laughs) That don't go together. I think one of the other things that were requested is um, bagels with cream cheese, tomatoes and bacon. You ever had that? Yeah. I've had all of those items, but you not never all on one a, bagel. Yes, bagel sandwiches. Okay, yeah, that's another. Tomatoes and bacon. Yeah, tomatoes, bacon, cream cheese I think it on a bagel. Pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. some interesting yeah. items. Of course, I'm cooking everything, so there's right. that. But well, I want to thank you again um, for your service to the community and just encouraging and inspiring others that they can do something for someone else. Someone and I know else. that this Christmas, as those inmates are thinking about it, they have. You know, they're being healed, hopefully, right? Hopefully, hopefully, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to get a report this weekend from my friend in New Jersey. Well, we'll come back and, and, and just let us know what's going on. See if these women are Another healing. great story. Mm-hmm. Thank you so very much. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, you know, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. As his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, 
an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you should call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took him his wife and did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. May the Lord bless all of you. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not promised. What are you going to do today? Today, you're going to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Love and hug and kiss all of your loved ones. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas.